Hi, and welcome to episode 40 of Trail Talk. I'm Jam. I'm Joves. And we don't waste any time. back we are uh we're trying to follow up on that promise that we gave two weeks ago in the show that we were going to be doing this every week we're gonna come back and, and do we it already week, missed a week and then we missed a week but we're back okay so. <laughs> um we're on i'm on my third cup of coffee for the day and um and we're doing this early and randomly so welcome to those of you live viewers who are here with us you yeah. are in for a treat today hello we've got instagram hello Hello. And Facebook, hello. Hello. So, uh, <laughs> welcome, and as always, please just type your questions. Type your questions down below for us, Q&A. Topics today, we're talking about Mogion Monster. Mm -hmm. We're going to have a special guest. Up upcoming October events for Era Viper Running. There's some big ones on the calendar. Touch and announce the Barkley Million on Trail Talk. I've already announced it on the Run Steep vlogs. Mm -hmm. And then Q&A. So if you have questions about any of those topics or beyond, please feel free to comment and question below. Starting off, let's talk about the Mogion Monster. This this happened this weekend. Last weekend. Uh, yeah, last this last weekend, something like that. Yeah. And uh, it was how was it? How was it for you? How was it for it you? It was good. It was great. <laughs> I it, I thought it was actually it was uh, I've I've heard nothing but um, positive things and. Um, it's a beast of a race, but uh, I, I think we did really well, and all the runners did really well. We had a really, um, actually, good finish rate. We had um, over 50 finishers and, like, 70 starters, so that was really It was, like, great. a 75 or 80% finish rate for which the 100-mile. Which is amazing. We had four sub-24 uh, finishers, which is the highest, I think, ever. Well, there was only three previously in total. Yeah. So four in one year. So four in one year. People are getting stronger, I'm telling pretty you. Pretty awesome. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Versteeg uh, broke course record. Yep. So, I mean, just a lot and of really was, good, exciting things. This was our first, like, full year directing it, I feel like. Like, last year we mm -hmm. kind of, like, saved it from the ashes. Yeah. Like, we, we took it over after they announced it was canceled, and then we had to revive it, and uh, that hurt the race. Like, we had... Previously, they had maybe 75 entrants the year before, and yeah. then we went to, like, Last year we 37. Like 40, yeah, like maybe not, 40. We started less than 40. Yep. So it was a lot of work for a handful of people, which yeah. there's nothing wrong with that, but it's we want to share But logistically, this. It's, a, it's a difficult race. It's, yeah. There's a lot of remote locations. The terrain itself is extremely difficult. The weather can always be a factor um, and a little unpredictable. Um yeah. One of the so, most interesting things, like just working with even our medical and volunteers this year, is that people don't understand between the bottom of the rim and the top of the rim how long it takes to drive around this. I mean, yeah. we're, this is the edge of the Colorado Plateau, the Mogollon Rim, yeah. and it's like a 1,500-foot vertical cliff. There are no roads that go up this thing no. for probably close to like 60, 70 miles, yeah. I think, on each end. So you either have to drive up the west side through All the way around. Pine and Strawberry yeah. or the east side past like christopher creek like it's a long ways around there's roads that run along the top of the rim and the bottom of the rim but only trails connected and yeah. those are the trails that you're running on 
but you can't just like, oh, hey, we need some extra supplies on the top of the rim. Can you come from Washington Park and go? No. No. It's like a two-hour journey. To Houston Brothers, from Houston Brothers to Washington Park, it's like a three and a half hour drive. Something like that. Yeah. It's like, or Which is you the can, top of the, like, or you it, can run it in six miles on the course. Correct. So <laughs> if you drive, if you run it, you will hit that before anyone drives. Way over to faster, that. To, way, faster. way faster on foot than it is in car, which yeah. is pretty interesting. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, but we we also introduced a 105k option this year as well as which a 35k awesome. option. Yeah, yeah. And we got a few, a handful of people. We we t- did introduce those pretty recently, so. I think we'll take a full year to see the effect of that. I mean, but I we, could see we those had about ones. fifty people start. Yeah, fifty people start the thirty-five k, um, and I mean, it was no joke of a thirty-five k. Everybody who completed it uh, came by and said, "Yeah, that was extremely tough." I might. I went out to Geronimo to meet a lot of the runners halfway, and even at the halfway point, they're like, "This race is no joke." I'm it's like, the toughest part of the hundred mile. It's the yeah. beginning and the end. Yeah. And it's people are like I don't know how the milers do it. Yeah. So yeah, that was pretty um, fun. And then if, if everybody in the hundred five k, if they finish, then they get to qualify for the hundred mile next year, which is really pretty. So rad. yeah, there's basically like now a there's a path towards the hundred mile if yeah. you're not ready for it. Do that thirty five k next year. Do that one hundred five k, and then year three get that hundred miler done. Yeah. Why not do it? Um, so it was a lot of fun, uh, and. Someone who was very key and integral in the creation of this race uh, now also works, works for us and also ran his first 100 miler this weekend, and we want to bring him in. So we're gonna do that real quick. Hey, everybody! <laughs> All right, so we've got uh, we've got Noah here. We're gonna be really yeah, we're tight here. <laughs> That's okay. the closest we've ever you been. Can see my shirt with the um, green screen. Oh yeah, that's gonna be a, that's gonna be amazing. That's gonna be a problem. We're sorry for all of you who are uh, tuning in later. Um, so Noah, tell us a little bit about how Mogion came about uh, between you and Jeremy, and start. Let's start there. Okay, so the beginning of the yeah. Monster. What's the history of the monster? Where did this race come from? Um, basically started going up on the Mogion rim and running, and I think pretty quickly. Jeremy was like, okay, we need to have a 100-mile race up here. Um, that was a couple years into him running quite a bit of trails. I was kind of just still dabbling in trail running, um, but he was already kind of full bore. That's kind of how Jeremy does things is <laughs> 1 to 100 pretty quickly. So he went in, and I, I'm not sure if he'd even done his own first 100 himself. but um, So he cut, went up a bunch, and then Jeff Jones helped him because he knew a lot about the area as far as designing the course. And then just spent countless hours kind of going up on the rim, checking the logistics of it, trying to run the trails, putting aid stations together. And um, I guess probably less than a year and a half later, we had the first one in 2012. So that was uh, 106 miles with, I guess, the same amount of climbs up the rim, but a little bit different start. We went up Pine Canyon at the time, and now we go up Donahue. So kind of, they both meet at the same first aid station at Dickerson, but a uh, different route there. So that's what yeah. you ran. That's what I ran. I ran the very first edition. And you won it. Yeah. Yeah, was one, first, sub 24. First finisher. And I, I decided kind of last minute to even run it, I believe. I don't quite remember how that happened. But I know I ran Leadville 
and didn't have a very good race. And then so huh. I, like, I finished, but I just didn't have the race I was wanting. And I was still really in pretty good shape. And then I remember going to like the Silverton 1000 that we organized and I did a hundred mile a week there. And then I was like, just feeling really good. And I just had, that's cool. Just had a great race that year. Um, really? I mean, I think you won by six, six hours. hour win. <laughs> and then he's back down in Phoenix directing Havelina night race. So it's a good really? time. Yeah. I went like immediately back down. But the other thing too, that was weird was a 10 AM start on Friday. Oh, that's right. And yeah, that so, was different. Cause I think we'd modeled that after Cascade is what we were thinking. Cause he had done Cascade Crest. So we're like, well, like 10 AM kind of worked well for that because we were finishing at two o'clock in the afternoon the next day or somewhere in there, like one to four or something. I can't remember exactly. So it was cool because people were hanging out. And then, so we were thinking that, but then it ended up being not a great time to start the monster. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost better to have the way it is now where like the, the winners finish in the dark, but then the majority of runners who, they you know, finish before it gets dark again. Yeah. I think if you had, oh, that was did you have thing, the 36 yeah. hour cutoff the first year too? Yeah. But so that's that would right. mean a 10 PM finish yeah. time for the last guys. So they're back in the dark again for which hours, is, which is kind of brutal. That's right. Yeah, that yeah. was another thing. Yeah, yeah, it's so, much easier now when people are done before the. Yeah, so uh, tell us about because Air Vipo was able to kind of take over the race last year. I mean, now you work for us as well, which you were involved with a lot of the behind the scenes this year, but then also running your first hundred miler. How's that experience? Um, it's kind of crazy how it all kind of came full circle on that. Where last year Jeremy was like, "Okay, we got it." can't dedicate enough time between kids and job and everything and trying to put on this race the way it should be put on. And then I think you approached him like, Hey, we can't let this die. And so, which worked out great because then, you know, even though it was a lower last year and stuff, it, it kept it going, I think. And then it, you know, kept the hard rock qualifier going. And then this year I think was a pretty big success. I think hopefully that'll, and we added the two distances so people can kind of, experience the course without having to have a hundred mile run in you know you can run a 20 mile run or 22 miles and then a 60 mile 105k so I think that made a big difference too um but it was pretty cool to be able to come back on the sixth year and have Jeremy come out and we both got to run the 100 miles together and miraculously we ran all 100 miles together <laughs> that's cool how did the pl- race Pretty play out crazy. for you what was your guys strategy and did that work and did you have a good race in your opinion yeah um it worked surprisingly well again it was one of those definitely the week of super nervous with waking up like wow i feel like i should be running and training more and stuff and like then having those feelings of being undertrained and wondering what's going to happen on the back 50 because that most I'd ever run was like 53 miles. So, and all I heard from those miles, like 60 to 80 was mostly just horror stories of people saying puking and everything you can imagine, but enjoying themselves on the trail. So mm-hmm. we kind of had a plan of we'll only run downhill and never run a hill up and then flats kind of play it by ear. Like if it seems like a good runnable flat, we'll run it. If we want to walk it, we'll walk it. And we stuck to that pretty much until, at least until Washington Park at mile 78. And then on the way back, then we kind of were like, okay, we can run a little bit more because we're still okay. And it worked. Like we were hoping to finish by two. And then as we went through the night, we're like, we're kind of leaning closer towards noon. And everybody that, you know, Jeremy and I, and then 
there's a couple other runners we picked up on course just to get through the night. They wanted to run with us, and um, everybody was able to stay together, and so we ended up finishing before noon, and we were able to run from mile one to mile 100 just by doing that downhills and never, you know, trying to keep everything under 20 minutes running and then never running up hills. Under 20 minutes hiking, I should say, not running. So, well, went good. Would you do another 100-miler, you think? <laughs> too early to ask <laughs> This that is question. definitely the question I get a yeah. lot. Right afterwards, too, everybody's like, Everyone's like, do, do another, another one? one? Um, and I wasn't sure, like, because there was points late in the race where I was like, wow, this is far. Like, this, this is, is just, <laughs> like, this is 12 hours at nighttime in September. You know, like, right now it's almost 12 hours in the dark, so you're just looking at it's a tree. never going to get light. Yeah, and it felt like that. And... Then it's still like okay, we're under forty, under forty miles, but then it's like we're still like ten hours from here. You know, it's like because yeah. normally, you know, so it's just like time wise, it's like oh my gosh, this is yeah, gonna take so forever. <laughs> um, but I think because it went well, I mean, I have you know, I feel like yeah, I mean, I might if I could find a really cool one to do. Um, I think I would travel and maybe do another one. Yeah, so awesome. Any other questions? Cool. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Noah. All right. Next up, we're going to talk about upcoming October events. So first up, well, our next race on the calendar is Flagstaff Sky Race. Mm -hmm. This is the finale for the U.S. Skyrunner Series, and um, we are... I just love Flagstaff, number one. Oh, and it's so pretty during this time of year, too. We're going to get the fall colors, probably. It's going to be amazing. Um, we might get snow. It's definitely possible. Really? Like a, couple years, a couple years ago, the day after the race, when it was on October 1st, there was six inches of snow at the high point of the course. That's awesome. So, That's one so of cool. these years, and because we moved it a week back, because of the dates, yeah. this might be the year. Which will be, I think, really cool for the runners. If it snows, I'll do the BK. I'll, <laughs> do the BK. I'll, want, I'll, jump I'll in. climb up in the, the snow. That That's sounds awesome. like a blast. So uh, we are, we're heading up, um, I guess not this week, but next week. Next weekend. Um, no, wait. Right? No, it's like three weeks away. No, it's not. Yeah. Not Because this weekend's the 23rd, then the 30th, then the 7th. So, yeah, we got a little bit of time, which is I nice. Gosh, nice we little have break. All this um, but right after that, it's like right after Flag Sky Race, we go yeah. right into the launch of our Fall Desert Runner Trail series, which is our, we're coming back to Phoenix in the daytime. Yep. We had to not run ultramarathons in the summer in Phoenix, because we are not trying to be smart. Um, <laughs> but anyways, that is a really cool point-to-point -point race. 50K and 24K are both point-to-point. -point. Starting at Lake Pleasant, finishing at Cave Creek Regional Park. Yeah. Um, just really typical Sonoran desert terrain. Pretty. The first half is pretty flat. The second half is really hilly, and it's really fun. It's yeah. a fun course, and we also, there's a lot of other things going on. We've got shorter distances, 5K, 11K, and then we also have night races. Yeah. Uh, and we hope some of you guys are going to be doubling up for those. We have a double down medal that's happening again, just like we did earlier in the summer with Big the Pine. Flagstaff Extreme Big Pine and Blackout. So you'll be able to earn those double down, double down medals if you do any distance in the morning and any distance in the evening. So it's also kind of a great way to train. Yeah. If you're doing a longer race or a 100 miler, you get that morning run in, you have a little break, and you do that evening night run. Like shake out, yeah. Yeah, so it's, um, you know, it's, it's a pretty good time. And it's, yeah, it's just a lot of fun. It's fun. And energy you, is fun. It's fun, too, because a lot of our night races in the summer are just so hot. It's nice to have, like, you get that 
cool weather in the evening out in the mountains and it's just really really nice out there it's all dark again so um that's going to be fun and then finally is the Havilene 100 kicking off at the end of the month of october on the 28th uh, this is one of the largest uh, 100 mile foot races in north america second i believe just to leadville, second to leadville. we are expecting between the 100 mile 100k 900 runners Lots of campers. Hoka is on board in a big way this year, which we're excited for. Yeah. They're going to be activating a lot of really cool things. Uh, something kind of new this year, too, is our packet pickup location. Yep. New is Expo. at uh, yeah. Cuesta del Sol, which is a, uh, it's associated with our host hotel, but it is a different venue. And it is a really, really neat outdoor, uh, indoor, West, outdoor. Yeah. yeah, it's like a Wild venue. West, old ranch, saloons. There is like fire pits. We're going to have a film festival. We're going to have athlete meet and greets. We're going to have athlete themed drinks. Yep. So Food be sure if you're everything. coming to Havoline yeah. 100, come out to Puesta del Sol on Friday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. and then stay for that film festival if you're not running. Yeah, make a day of it. Yeah, cause... come out, make a day. We've got, there's also horseback riding available. Horseback riding, segways. Um, These like green. Zebras, which is like an like, ATV. It's like a cart. You can just drive yeah. through the desert. Um, yeah. I think we're going to get a group run going. So pretty much come out there. We've got some food trucks in the afternoon. Come out, get some food. Beautiful area to hang out, meet talk with other runners, kind of mill around yeah. in a little bit more of a relaxed setting versus uh, the conference room at the hotel that we've used in the yeah, past. So yeah. it should really... We want you guys to come and stay. Yeah, we really have a lot of cool things planned. So kind of like, please come. Please come and bring bring all your family and friends yeah. and have a freaking blast. Yeah, please. And drink the Chasing Walmsley drink. And, <laughs> and, the, and the Magda Bomb. The Magda Bomb. We're going to be doing some shots probably. Well, I don't know if I will be because I'm working. but I mean, But you guys enjoy it. Um, let's talk about our upcoming events. Because, yeah, you just signed up for a 100-mile race and, like, tons of other stuff that you haven't even told me everything about. Yeah, so what I do you got? Do you even want to talk about that right now? I can. Let's do it. Okay. Um, yeah, so yesterday I signed up for the Ute 100, which is in uh, the LaSalle's uh, next August. So I have a whole year, basically, to train. Um, in the meantime, I'm doing several 50Ks and a couple 50-milers, probably three 50-milers possibly that uh, for next year. Um, but yeah, uh, just really excited just to get in and train. And every time I go to Moab and like pass the LaSalle's, I just like look at those mountains. I'm like, I need to explore those sometime. And then Haley, way to do it. Haley told me, she's like, hey, there's a race there. It like looks over like on one side you can see the San Juan Mountains in Colorado and on the other side you can see like the Red Rock of Moab and just everything about that sounded amazing and beautiful and that's that's what I want to do that's what I want to commit to so hundred miler coming up sweet well we're definitely going to talk a lot more about that yep. as we get closer uh, for me it's all about the Barkley. Um, Wow, I just every year it seems like I'm just beating a dead horse with this one. It's like but you got a plan. You got a yeah, plan this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fired up, guys. Uh, I'm super focused and excited. And if you've been watching my my crazy steep life videos on the Run Steep Get High channel, people are like, "Dude, lay off the sugar and the caffeine because you're a little bit loco, bro." So, but, but I'm not going to do that. Excited. Yeah. No, I am freaking stoked. Like, I am legitimately stoked. Every day I'm getting out. I don't care if I'm tired. I'm just doing it. Yeah. 
And um, I know it's going to strengthen me in pay huge dividends come next year when I really ramp up my, my last bit of training. So if you guys want to follow along, uh, I've literally, I've gone daily with my videos and we haven't caught up on the edits, but um, this shit's daily now. Yeah. So that's crazy. But um, we're, we're trying to drop like two videos a day until we get caught up to like current times. And then we're going to try and We'll try and get them out every day. Sometimes there might be like a one or two day lag with just if I'm traveling and can't get the edit um, all put together. But um, number one, like we want to try and make things entertaining, inspiring, and give a little peek into my training for what it takes to train for the Barkley. Mm-hmm. And what it, I'm using this project called the Barkley Million Project. Basically, my goal is to climb one million feet of vertical in between this year, 2017's Barkley and 2018's Barkley, not including any miles or vert climbed at those races. So right. after this year's Barkley and before this next year's Barkley, sandwich that in, 1 million feet. Currently, I think I'm at like 270 or something. Uh, 270? 270,000. And I've got six months from in two weeks. So I, I am not close to half even like yeah. if if I was on par I'd be almost at 500,000 right now well I'm not there but um it's gonna be back-ended a lot going on in February and you have you have this all like kind of sectioned out like on so your I've, blog correct? so current it's on my personal website jamilcurry.com slash barkley million you can check that out I've got right now it's a very simple web page I just wanted people to a way to follow along but I've got my my projected goals per week listed out. So like I've planned this out all the way through next April, what it takes each week to get me there. Mm-hmm. And it's not the same every week. It's It goes in cycles because my life goes in cycles. And I know that come Havilene 100 at the end of October and come across the years at the end of December, those are going to be tough periods where I'm going to need to do less. Yep. And in between, I have a little more time and I can peak can do and I think it's good to peak too and have these like rhythmic cycles of right, right. you do more and then you're kind of like back down for a couple weeks and yeah. then you do more and you back down for a couple weeks and then once ATY is over it's going to be ramped up sustain and then um, taper down for the race cool. but I think by then having two to three cycles this fall I'll be ready for that volume come April. So that's something to look forward to. And if you want to check out those videos, you can go over there, kind of see where I'm at. Uh, hopefully we're getting do some crazy stuff. <laughs> and then um, what else? Oh, you can also follow it on Strava as well. You can see what's going on there. So we want to jump into Q&A with you guys. I know that was kind of a, a lot to pack in, but uh, feel free to ask the questions. We're going to pull these, these phones and screens closer and uh, feel free to drop Drop a line here. Hopefully this is working still. So on uh, Instagram, let's see if we have any questions. <laughs> cool. Chad Chad and Chard. Hi, Chad. Great timing. Just finished Forest Park run in Portland. Perfect. Chad will actually be joining us later this, this year. Yep. Good to see you here. He's uh, one of our latest event crew hires. And yeah, I think we mentioned that in the show, I think, last time. I think so. That we're hiring, and we actually got a bunch of great new staff. So, yeah. um, But as Which always, was... like if you are still interested in applying, um, I think we're still like, looking for people yep. for our event crew. So um, go check out com slash jobs, I believe. Yep. Uh, Mark and Phoenix says hi. Um, Demon Runner, greetings from the Netherlands. Welcome. Very cool. 
Um, yeah, Chad's asking if he should watch this while driving. I don't, we can't recommend that. <laughs> Other people are also driving. Stop it. Don't drive and live? Does that make sense? Um, John Marish, Maru asks, did the course change help with the sub 24 hour times? Uh, I think... Probably. Well, I think yes and no. Like, yes, they helped make the times faster. But I think those top three, were those were legit. Like, maybe, I don't know what the time difference is. Maybe, it, I don't think it's more the than an hour, The distance is the though. same, and there are still the same amount of climbs as there would have been. Um, the trail is probably more technical on the... On the, on the Myrtle. The, yeah, the Myrtle yeah. and the High Line. So, I would say, I think it helped a little bit. But I do, you can't explain all of it. Right. Not all four would be, maybe one would be affected by but that. Those guys who pushed like one, two, three, uh, really, really ran the whole thing. It's pretty Got cool. a couple people. The U100 looks awesome. Yeah. They're cheering you on. Loving her shirt. My shirt? Yeah. Well, I'm not a her, am I? What? Yeah, no, we got a couple comments about the shirts. This gear, uh, some fresh gear. We've also got these yeah. hats, guys. Um, these are available at runsteep.com. You can check them out. Yep. And uh, once this stuff sells out, like, that's it. We're not restocking it. We're moving on to some new designs. So yeah. if, you, if you like what you see, you might want to get it. You might want to get it now. I believe we're going to have... We're going to have whatever leftovers of this stock at Havelina 100. But I don't know if it'll be left by then. But yeah. we're probably going to try and sell it out at Havelina. Um, we've got Andrew Dietschy. Air Vibe is Mogia Monster was by far one of the best events I've ever volunteered for. You guys are incredible, and thank you for the experience. Awesome. Thank you, Andrew. Thank and you, Andrew. you're awesome for volunteering. Yeah. Seriously. He came and did, like, an amazing shift. <laughs> uh, and that was, like, made my day. Awesome. Um, any of you other guys on Instagram, be sure to leave your comments below. We will answer any of your questions right now having to do with anything we talked about or anything else you want to know. Um, so please just comment below, and we're going to go over to Facebook. Okay. Um, Wade says, what 30Ks are happening in October? Um, and we just touched on those. So Flagstaff Sky Race actually has a 39K, um, and I believe... Cave Creek Thriller has a Cave, 24K. Cave Creek Thriller So they're kind of like a little above and below. Yep. And in November, we're looking towards the Pass Mountain 25K. Yep. Richard Mendez says that Mogollon Monster 35K was the toughest of his life. Legs are still wrecked. Yes. Awesome, dude. Love it. <laughs> I think I just heard Noah laugh in the other room. Um, Carmen Carmen says, Hola desde España. Yeah. Cool, from Spain, right? Uh, um, Jesse Ella's selfie mode on the phone <laughs> or rear view mirror shirts. Yeah, we have special edition backwards printed shirts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and then Jesse Ellis also says, you looked incredible at 93, Noah. Noah, you looked incredible at 93. Jesse Ellis. <laughs> I think he was in the uh, 35K running. He was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Nick Ackerman says, Jube signed up for 100? Question? And I did. Yes, you did. I was lying then. Um, Jesse Ellis says, trying keyword. Um, and then Claudia Cross, yes, JJ, 100KM. She's going to run that, which is awesome. Yay, Claudia. Joel says, Jews, do you plan to do a race to, do you plan to race all the ultras you plan to run 
And what's your logic on the quantity of build-up ultras uh, you have chosen to run before the 100? Um, there's really no logic. I just, I need miles on legs, and that's, that's all I'm doing. I've been running pretty consistently since I got back from Silverton, um, and I feel really good. Like, I've done several long runs, and I feel really good on all of my long runs, so I'm just going to kind of keep doing that and building and, um, some days I take off and some, like, I'm not doing a run streak or anything like that, but, um, and as far as, like, racing the ultras, no, by no means. I am not, like, I do not race. Uh, I'm not a fast runner. Jan knows this. Um, my, my goal is always to ever, like, just to finish. Um, I got into running not really to be competitive, but just because I appreciate the trails and I appreciate the places that I get to be and run and, uh, experience. So for me, it's all about the experience. And uh, Jason Han, Jamil, are you certain of the Barkley place uh, or do you still have to apply uh, with your letter? So do you have uh, to apply every year or oh, yeah. do you like no, guaranteed I, I, in? No, no, not guaranteed. The only guaranteed, I believe, are the two people that just won the Barkley Fall Classic. So I still have to apply and um, I'm not in yet. So I'm just, I'm assuming I'm in. Okay. Um, but, well, I'm training as if I was in, and I don't know. It's not guaranteed. So I I might train and find out I'm not in. That's fine. Like, I'm not the race director. I'm not in charge of that. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to apply again. So cool. that's all I can say. And then Donna Beamer says, can you describe the Black Canyon course thinking about doing the 60K? Yeah, so it goes along the Black Canyon National Recreation Trail, which is a beautiful trail, um, windy, single track through the Sonoran Desert, starting in the high desert down to the saguaro-studded lower Sonoran Desert, and a uh, spectacular point-to-point route. Uh, you'll be going through a couple creek crossings, most likely, and just kind of... W- you start along a mesa and then drop down and then you're kind of rolling through the hills and it's really great um the 100k continues through multiple sets of the black canyon and uh and dumps out near phoenix so um, both races are incredible we have some training runs coming up i don't know are those on the calendar already i believe we need to still put we just need on to, facebook we're going to put some facebook events out but yep. these will be happening november December, January. So stay yeah. tuned for those if you want to, if you're close by and you can check them out. Otherwise, we just highly recommend either of those races. They're mm-hmm. they're both amazing. So we got some more over on Instagram here. Thank you guys all for these awesome questions. Wow, yeah. some really good ones coming through. Um, Jay Meru, the new venue for Havilene 100 sounds great. A true party in the desert. So that's just for the packet pickup. Just want to be clear about that. The actual race is the same location as last year. So it says, save me a hat for Havilena. All right, we will hopefully have some left (laughs) i can't make any promises but we will have probably some other new hats if this one is sold out by then we have we had 150 of these ones so um like i said i think they're starting to go pretty quick right now on the website so check them out otherwise we'll hopefully we'll have some new ones soon Uh, mark weaning jim will be back at utmb next year um this year i was a little bit negative leaving there and i was like i'm never coming back here but i will probably be back and if i am uh, I was thinking about doing PTL. Uh, right now, I just don't want to think about anything but Barkley, honestly. Yeah. Uh, had a chance to sign up for Boston Marathon. I qualified. I did not sign up. I just want to be singularly focused. Raising Area Snow. Thank you guys for everything. What you do is amazing. Thank you very mm-hmm. much. Just Run Fuller. I'm pumped I made it to one of these live. Sweet. Welcome. Cool. Ask us your questions. 
Joey Bear. Jubes, will you be filming any of your train up to your 100 miler? I think I should maybe start doing that. Um, I'm not like, I, I'm on Strava, but I've never, I don't wear watches when I run, so I don't, I don't know. Like, I've never really recorded any of my runs. I don't. But you're on Snapchat a lot. I am on Snapchat. Like, so if there, you guys like want to follow me on Snapchat. If you add her on Snapchat, is it Happy Jubilee? I don't know, actually. Okay, she's going to look into this, but I would say follow her on Snapchat if you want. Because um, I do, like, I do stories, and, and I know it's like a back and forth between Instagram and Snapchat, but you'll find me on Snapchat more than anything. Um, so it's just my name, Jubilee Page. Jubilee Page. Check her out on Snapchat. She's a master. So I do all the funny filters. And things. So there would definitely be, like, probably stuff on there to follow you. Probably. And maybe, maybe more video. Who knows? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that's, I don't know. That's that's how I communicate. <laughs> Micro Runner 505 what is the oldest person you have seen finish 100? Um, I think mid-70s? We've had some of those Has before. It? We had anybody in our 80s. No, no, no. No. Finish 100? M- maybe in a six-day race. Oh, okay. But not in a normal 100. I think maybe 75. Okay, I was going to say Joe Dana did... Um, well over 100 last year during ATY. There's a guy who's in his 90s, I think, 96, who runs the Mohican 100. Ah, uh, slash 50. Okay. Maybe the 50. I have never heard of a 90-plus-year-old 90, 90 doing a 100-mile race. Correct me if I'm wrong, people, but I've not heard of that I yet. Think the first time I saw Havelina. Anyone know the latest? Yeah, the latest on Laz's walk. Um I don't know. I don't have any more updates on that. We'll keep an eye out. It's not till next summer. So, uh, what's your plan B race if you don't get into Barclays? There is no plan B. <laughs> <laughs> there isn't. Like that's There's the no only race that I want to do. But so Barclays there is no plan B. Yeah. I don't know what to say. Chad nailed it. Barclay or bust. I want that merch, but shipping costs. Uh, if you're out of the country, it is like $15 in shipping for sure. Yeah. Um, locally, it's not as much, but yeah, it does cost to ship, unfortunately. Um, if you do attend our local events, we do have some of the Run Steep merch mm-hmm. available. We haven't put the new stuff out there yet, but uh, we will at Havelina, like I said. Um, Just Run Fuller, is Pass Mountain good for my first ultra? I've noticed the high finish rate and wanted to know your opinion. I would say absolutely because it's two 25k loops, which are really fun. The first half's flat, the second half is hilly, really beautiful. And the nice thing about that is you get to see the loop once, so you kind of know what you're in for on the second loop. Yeah, and just a nice rhythm and flow to it. So, uh, and we have a nine-hour cutoff, so you have, I think, plenty really of nice. time yeah. as well. Any intel on Camille Heron, and what if anything she? What, if anything, she posts her training? What is anything she posts her training on? Um, I am not aware of where she posts her training. I don't know. Do you know? I don't. Um, I know she dropped out of, what, Western and Leadville this year? Yes. Um, are we allowed to say? Did you hear about that? She did an inquiry for uh, Desert Solstice. Oh. So she... I, got, I don't know if I'm allowed to announce this, but, but you're here to hear it first. <laughs> she might be running Desert Solstice this year, which would be really which exciting. Which would be really great. It'd be fun. I feel 96 after a 100-miler. <laughs> Run Steve's. Grand Palm, I got a black cap sent to Sweden. Not cheap, but damn, what a looker. 
Thank you so yes. much for the support. Tag us. Wear it and tag us. I want to see it. Uh, there will be my backup if I do not qualify to the NCAA XC Nationals like the past two years. Oh, for the uh, Pass Mountain. Awesome. Cool. Marathon 07. Jubilee, congrats on your pictures published on REI. Is photography a hobby or another career for you? Um, it's mostly been always a hobby. Um, I, yeah, I've been taking photographs since I was little and uh, studied it a little bit in college and worked for several like newspapers and wanted to do like editing, like photo journalism, um, and just kind of like have continued on with with the hobby and kind of grown in it. So um, it was very exciting. I was I was really stoked to uh, to be a part of that with with Morgan and um, yeah, really cool. So. Gotta give a shout out, Happy Jubilee, at Instagram. Yeah. Check it out. Post some of her photos there. Yeah. Uh, run steeps. Are you running today? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I have not yet run today, but I have to do three thousand feet. Cool. And I don't have much time because I have I have my kid at five and it's two forty two. So I was gonna try and get two thousand feet in, and then I was gonna hike with him actually for a thousand feet of my Oh, that's tonight. awesome! So because I think it's starting to get a little bit cooler out. Yay! Um, let's do a few more of these Facebook, and then we gotta wrap this up yep. so I can go run. Richard Mendez says Black Canyon one hundred k training runs planned. Yes, they are. Yeah, stay and tuned we will go to ahead and post those on stay Facebook. tuned to Facebook. Yep. Like Black Canyon Ultras on Facebook, and we'll link the events over there. Um, Ditto for Cave Creek course. It will be my first time, Miranda. That's awesome. Uh, Jonathan Christopher, uh loving the positive vibes you've been putting out on your vlogs. Excited to see the Barker <laughs> Million go down. Yay. Yes, very exciting. Um. Have you tried the Solomon Quiver that loads of runners had at UN UTMB? No, because I don't run with poles. Okay. Except Barkley, and then they're always in my hands. That's it. Oh, yeah. um, okay, we got a couple more. No, no excuses. Can you elaborate on your million goal? Um, we talked a little bit about this earlier, but essentially um, go to jamelcurry.com slash... Barkley Million, and it, it will show you what we got going on there. Trying to do a million feet of vertical in a not a calendar year, it's like a fiscal year, mm-hmm. <laughs> starting April third, something like that. It's the best way I can describe it. Uh, thanks, guys, cool. for tuning in this week for episode forty of Trail Talk, and uh, we will be back here again next week. Yes, and really for real this time. Really for real. Not pulling your leg. Okay. Okay. See you next week. Uh, bye. Bye bye. <laughs>